Welcome to My Life Without Limits, a podcast that will bring an honest perspective from the disability community. Hosted by Carlos Gonzalez and Leah Eisen, you will be left inspired by success stories from those who live with daily challenges in an inaccessible world. Let's enjoy this journey together and learn from individuals with disabilities about living life without limits. Good day, everybody. My name is Carlos. Uh, welcome to My Life Without Limits, episode number 22 today, which is very, very exciting. We have two more episodes to go, this one and another one, and then we're going to take a little break. But I will let, I will let my, uh, my wonderful co-host, who is here with me today, <laughs> and we have a wonderful guest as well, who will mm-hmm. be joining us in our conversation and Leah will introduce it in a minute. But before that, uh, I will introduce our co-host this morning. How are you doing, Leah, today? I'm doing very good. Thank you. I'm 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 just about to get ready to put on my skates and go skate down the driveway. Oh <laughs> it's been very icy uh, you, around here. You know what? I was thinking about going outside because I was going to go do something after work. And I'm like, no, uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know how icy it's going to be out there. But um, it's been, yeah, we've had so much freezing rain in Edmonton and yeah, our driveway, we've put some um, salt on it, but I mean, oh my goodness, the sidewalks are, I mean, literally, and I know last week people were literally skating down the road, oh like in some communities. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I don't I don't like that. Mostly when you have crutches, there's a little bit of a skating ring on it. But yes. we'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how I manage and to do whatever <laughs> I have to do. Uh yeah, so um to all of our listeners, we have a wonderful guest today that I'm gonna let mm-hmm. uh Leah introduce today. Um uh, it's it's a it's a wonderful man from Calgary, I believe. And um Leah mm-hmm. will be introducing him because he has a really great story and a really good, great background that he will be able mm-hmm. to share with us today. Uh, it would be very, very great to hear. And I'm very delighted to have this wonderful man today with us in, uh, in our podcast. So Leah, take it away, please. Absolutely. Um, I am very excited to have Gavin Thomas joining us. He has been a longtime volunteer with Cerebral Palsy Alberta, volunteered I've done all of our um, uh, volunteer appreciation spotlights on social media, so I know a lot about him. Um, He volunteered in our swim program, and now he's volunteering with our buddy system visits, which I think is one of the biggest triumphs of our organization this year because, I mean, we know individuals with disabilities, and you know, Carlos, when it's winter, when there's accessibility issues, Mm -hmm. very easily isolated. So Gavin and all of our other volunteers, they meet weekly with um, their new buddies. And I think they become very good friends. And uh, we'll, but we'll let Gavin talk about that. But he's also doing a really super cool fundraiser for us. And so I thought, you know what, we need to have him on to talk about it. So Gavin, hello. Thank you for being here. So why don't you just give us a little background about who you are? Yeah, hi everyone. My name is Gavin. Um, thank you so much, Leah and Carlos, for having having me on. It's an absolute pleasure to uh, join the podcast. Um, so before I get into the fundraiser and my experience mm-hmm. as a volunteer with the CPAA, 
Um, why don't I talk a little bit about um, myself? So yes. I'm, yeah, so I'm in Calgary, Alberta. Um, I'm actually a student right now at mm -hmm. uh, the University of Calgary. And uh, yeah, so I, I grew up in Calgary my whole life. Um, so yeah, I'm a Calgary local and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I know the weather, the weather is uh, getting pretty chilly out here right now. Yeah. And, uh, I heard with the uh, freezing rain with you guys too. It's uh, yep. yeah, the weather is it's definitely winter now. It we is. Weird, we've had a weird fall, but uh, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's been nice to uh, finally get uh, some Christmas, some Christmas feelings in the air. Yes. So it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so growing up, um, I played, uh, I played some different sports and, mm -hmm. uh, had a few injuries along the way. And, uh, mm -hmm. that kind of got me interested in, uh, health and wellness and, uh, kind of gave me a little bit of perspective on looking outside myself. And yeah. I think that's been, that's been really key to, uh, part of the reason I joined, um, as a volunteer with the CPAA and, uh, yeah, that's, that's really been huge. So mm -hmm. I, yeah, I've, I was huge into football uh, for quite a while um, up until high school. And then uh, with an injury, I yeah. had to stop actually, and uh, with it, had a few surgeries and uh, decided to become a cyclist. Ah. So, ne so now I'm with the fundraiser. I'm trying to use my passion for cycling for yeah something other than just riding a bike for myself. So yeah, yeah. Part of, part of the reason I'm doing it is trying to kind of combine my passion for cycling and doing something outside of myself. So yeah, really, that's, it's really a cool fundraiser. Yeah. yeah. It's super cool. And you're, so you're going to be, it's almost like virtually biking up Mount Everest. Is that what it, what it's like? Yeah, no, wow. it's, it's funny. I've had, a, I've had a few questions from other people about what exactly is this like virtual cycling, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, there's this program called Zwift and, uh, mm -hmm. during the winter, it does get really cold in Canada. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I am sitting indoors on a bicycle trainer, okay. um, kind of like an indoor spin bike and, mm -hmm. uh, riding up and down these virtual Hills until I get to the equivalent height of Mount Everest. So that's, it's, it's going to take a while. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So yeah, without oh you, my God. it's impossible. Is it? And is you're it going to live. Oh, no, Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go no ahead. I was just going to say, go you're going to live stream it, right? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, hundred percent. So oh my, my goodness. Yeah, no. Um, if you guys want to check it out, you definitely can. Um, yeah. I can. I can send you guys some more info. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. That. So, yeah. That is so cool. Is yeah, it? No, is it like Oh no, Sorry, go, go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say my live streaming abilities are somewhat lacking, but uh, I'll, I'll try my best uh, to <laughs> okay. get it together. Yeah. I will push Leah to help you out with that because I don't, I think Leah's is okay with uh, like knowing how to. <laughs> no, I don't know. You don't, come on, Leah. Come on, give yourself some credit. Uh, Gavin, is it like, because uh, that was really interesting when Leah, Leah brought it up, the, uh, the your fundraiser. Uh, with uh, uh, with Swift and how you're doing it uh, indoors and virtually, is it kind of like I've seen it on on on, on something like a, I think a, the Good Life here in Edmonton has uh, has something like that with a big screen on it, and then there's like stationary bicycles who people are just like doing doing kind of pedaling and stuff like that. Is it similar to that, or or is it something like that? 
Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's uh, that's pretty similar to what it's going to be like. So okay. basically, yeah, basically it's just going to, I'm going to have a screen in front of me. Um, hopefully my computer will be live streaming as well. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, so I'm going to be live streaming that and uh, yeah, exactly like you said, Carlos. Yeah. That's exciting. I, 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 I wish I was there in person to watch it because it is actually really hard to be on a bike. I mean, Leah, you know that I've, that I've been on a bike before and yeah. And I actually biked yeah. before 10K, so 10 or 15K, yeah. I don't remember what it was. And I was very, very tired. So it's very, very excited to see what you're doing. I'm very excited. But I'm also more excited to see that you're spending time out of your Christmas holidays, if I can say, to, <laughs> to, to take some time and fundraising for our organization mm-hmm. who... who not a lot of people do that. And, and somebody like yourself who, who puts yourself the time to do it, it's just very, very inspiring and very, very, very nice to, yeah. to hear and to see. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, the real, like the reason is like, I'm just so passionate about uh, the cause and I've, I've listened to your episode on uh, myths on cerebral palsy and like, uh, yeah. there's, lots of, there's lots of talk about accessibility as well. Yeah. Uh, another podcast. And I think um, raising awareness is probably one of the biggest, the biggest things that uh, this fundraiser is going to do, not only um, fundraising funds, but Mm -hmm. uh, also, also just raising awareness for cerebral palsy, because um, I think there's a lack of knowledge about it. And myself, yeah, yeah, myself included. um, When I first joined Cerebral Palsy Alberta, I think I was lacking in, uh, in my knowledge of uh, cerebral palsy because I, I was actually, I was a lifeguard and uh, mm-hmm. I saw that the swim, I was guarding during the Swim Without Limits program. And I was like, I, this is a great cause. I would love to join this. So I joined it without knowledge of mm-hmm. what, what is cerebral palsy and uh, how, can, how can we ra- uh, raise more awareness for it? So I yep. think maybe the awareness is lacking and that's really what I'm trying to do. No, and we agree. We talk a lot as an organization about how we do find it hard to connect to people when it comes to cerebral palsy. I mean, we are a pan disability association, so we do work with all disabilities, but we do find that sometimes when we're doing fundraisers or events and we say cerebral palsy, some people, I don't think they're connecting with it because they don't realize that they might know someone because they just, kind of go, Oh, I know someone with a disability, but then it's like, but what kind? And they're, they're like, uh, people don't really know. And they might think it's something different. And, you know, it's so yeah, I, that's awesome. People do it. It's a thing. And I mean, there's like 17 million people around the world with cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, people should know everything about it. 100%. For sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, there's definitely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a full-on ignorance. It's just like a lack mm-hmm. of, just a lack of knowledge, I think. And uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's like, even like, like I have friends who have like lots of friends who have like cerebral palsy and uh, yeah. there's, there's a broad range of spectrums. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, it's just a huge range. And uh, yeah, it really varies a lot. And I think a lot of people don't know that. And uh, yeah. yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention all other disabilities as well. This fundraiser is not only for- Of course, no, but- Not for all all people um, with disabilities, so. No, no, but I think that you nailed it when you said that it is that awareness about CP as well that is a big, big thing with it. So that's awesome, absolutely. And and a lot of people around the world, including 
third world countries. I, I said, you know, Leah, I, mm -hmm. I was born in a third world country, so in Mexico, where people don't have, if we don't have as much, if we don't have knowledge here, if we need more knowledge here, imagine in a third world country where where mm -hmm. there, is, there is less knowledge than even we have here, right? So I find that a lot of people get confused about, so, or, or, or they, they, they think cerebral palsy and, for example, muscular dystrophy are the same, or yeah. multiple sclerosis are the same, and maybe some of the some of the actions and some of the movements are the same, but it's not completely the same disability, right? There's completely mm -hmm. it's completely different. Um, first of all, multiple sclerosis is a disease. Is not is not even a disability, right? So, but a lot of people confuse that, and and mm -hmm. and that's why we need to bring that awareness, and that's why I love that Gavin decided to do this fundraiser because not a lot of people decide to do this. Not a lot of people say, "Well, I'm stepping in and I'm going to talk or I'm going to do this," and while I'm doing this, I'm going to tell people about cerebral palsy and even other disabilities as well. But mainly to create that awareness about cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. that's, that's always pretty great. Yeah. And, and yeah, hundred percent. And even like, I don't, I don't really feel like I'm doing a whole lot. I think it's really the, everybody who's surrounding me, it's the people who are donating, it's you guys. And uh, mm -hmm. it's there, there's a whole team that, that forms around these fundraisers and it's never, it's yeah. never the person who is um, kind of doing the activity. It's everyone. Um, surrounding right. yeah. And uh, that is just, yeah, it's so huge. So I don't, I don't feel too much like I'm taking out of my Christmas holidays because yeah. <laughs> everyone else is kind of like rallying around this and it's yeah. so exciting to be a part of it. So I am, I'm just so excited to do it. That's awesome. awesome. Are you going to have a, a, a sheer crowd in the background? Like people are going to be cheering yep. you on or something, or something like that? Like, or, or, or is it going to be yourself or, or how's, how's it going to work? Yeah. So what's interesting with virtual cycling is other people who, uh, maybe have the same program um, called mm -hmm. Zwift, they can even like join in for like an hour. Um, if oh, they I love um, that. Yeah, so if, if anybody does have Zwift, I can also send out a meetup link too and people can like join oh. in um, for a little bit while it's going on. So yeah, it's yeah. very, it's definitely a team environment and uh, there's, a, there's a really good atmosphere around it, so. Yeah. yeah, do you listen to music while you're cycling or do you watch something on Netflix or do you just focus? on yeah. like because oh my god that's like what 12 hours of like inner thoughts <laughs> uh, no 100 i think uh i think um so because um it's such a long period of time mm -hmm. i'm not going to be able to go like maximally the whole time yeah um, if i was doing a really hard bike session then i might have music in um yeah. but otherwise i like to listen to podcasts actually and oh that's, i know yeah, <laughs> Um, so that's, yeah, that's a really big thing. I like to listen to whenever oh, I ride. That's I, cool. Yeah. I was very excited when I was like, Hey, Kevin, did you know we have a podcast? And you're like, yeah, I listened to it. And I'm like, oh my, like, I know people listen, but at the same time, I'm always like, really? <laughs> you yeah, no, yeah, I love it. That's awesome. We, we have got, fun with it. Gavin, for those people that don't know a lot about your fundraiser other than, than it's happening, can you can you let us know? I know it's not the end of the podcast yet, and I'm 
very very glad it's not because I, I want to ask a couple more questions but could you tell people like for how long are you going to be doing this what day are you going to be doing this mm-hmm. uh how how can people uh we we're going to put all the details on your on your on the podcast but how can people help you uh spread this awareness that you want to do so then so then the fundraiser can grow and grow and grow even more and 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 why you explain a little bit about why you want to do it but like like kind of like ask people or let people know like what you're passionate about this uh i have another question regarding after this but i'll let leah ask another question but if you can just let people know like how are you like what are you going to be doing how long are you going to be doing it for mm-hmm. uh which day are you going to be doing it for that'll be yeah great. totally yeah definitely carlos so i am going to be doing the event on december 22nd so that's going to be that's going to be a wednesday Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to be aiming for going under 12 hours. Um, so that's the time. And uh, how people can help is uh, they can, any donation helps. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to go right to the uh, general fund for the Cerebral Palsy Association in Alberta. And mm-hmm. uh, also just, I think, telling your, telling your friends about the fundraiser. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, and maybe you have a family member who uh, mm-hmm. doesn't know about the fundraiser, you can let them know about it. And yeah. uh, also just spread more awareness about CP Alberta. Um, really just the more people who hear about it, the better, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really another one of the big aims um, with this fundraiser. Yeah, no, that's great. And we'll put, I'll put a link in the show description where people can go donate and learn more about what you're doing for sure. We will, and I'm going to donate myself too. When is the last time you you want to take the? I think the last time, and correct me if I'm wrong, you extended the donation period mm-hmm. until the 27, right? Or, or is it yeah, till the 27? Yeah, that's, that's correct. I extended it a little bit longer, um, just because once it's done, um, I'm assuming more people are also yeah going to at that point as well. Probably. So I'm gonna try and extend the fundraiser a little bit longer past the date. Um, so that people who maybe hear about it later still have the chance to donate in that case. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's why I extended a little bit longer, Carlos, to the 27th. That'll yeah. be awesome. And I'm going to, I'm going to, because I, I have the link, but I'm going to pass it on to my friends because I think it would be a good mm-hmm. idea. I know a lot of people are like, a lot of people are like, cause I, I heard, I was the type of person that it was like, I heard a lot of people saying, oh, it's COVID, it's hard to donate, you know what I mean? And and not a lot of people have the funds, but just as you said, even $2 help out, even $5 exactly. help yeah. out, right? So it's not, it doesn't have to be a big chunk of money donation. So even a little bit of donation will help and yeah. every little penny helps, every little thing helps. So I think it's, it's great. And I'm definitely going to do that for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, no, I love it. Man, your parents must be so proud, huh? <laughs> I was saying that too. We had a couple episodes ago, we had one of our volunteers from the University of Alberta who runs the student group. And I, same thing with him. I was like, oh my God, like you guys, like, who are you? Like, you guys are just like, you're going to school, you're doing all of this volunteering and fundraising and you find your passion for it. And I'm just like, where does it come from? Like, where do you get this motivation from? Yeah, no, that's a great question, actually. I think part of it, um, a lot of it has come just from the past few years working with you guys and going through mm-hmm. the different programs. I think maybe um, at first I didn't have, I lacked knowledge, like I said prior. And uh, mm-hmm. I also, um, 
ignited my passion slowly as I um, first with Swim Without Limits. And then mm-hmm. I actually did a fundraiser um, once COVID hit and there was the Swim Without Limits program had to stop. Yeah. Uh, that was really, I was like, really, how can I, how can I make a difference here? Um, because the Swim Without Limits is not going on right now. How can mm-hmm. I do something that's going to um, raise awareness for cerebral yep. palsy and other disabilities? So I did that fundraiser at that time. Um, and, and that's really part of the, and I was just amazed by how many people rallied around the cause. Yeah. And uh, I really feel like it, it's uh, a lot of people were impacted by that fundraiser. So, and then moving yeah. forward um, past that, sorry, I'm giving you like, no, that's good. I feel like all of it has kind of culminated my passion for uh, yeah. to, to this point. So um, then the, then the virtual visit program started. Oh, I know. Um, Isn't it? So I just, Oh, I love this program so much. So do I, so do I, um, for those, I'm, I'm sure lots of you know about it, but for those of you who don't know, um, I know, um, Leah had already kind of mentioned it at the start. Um, but basically once a week, we're meeting with our, with our, uh, buddy and mm-hmm. we're just having to, we're just having a chat and, uh, yeah. could it could, the topic could be anything. And, uh, yeah, we're just, we're just enjoying each other's company. And, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that's been really key during COVID-19, especially, yeah. um, because I think there's, there's also like, so lots of people are, so we're stuck at home and yep. uh, not able to get out. And, uh, also then there's like the accessibility issue with, yep. uh, people who have disabilities. And I re- really feel like, um, these people were, they were isolated and it's yep. hard to get out. And, uh, mm-hmm. that, that really just, that was a huge spark for my passion for, uh, just like helping, helping out in general. Um, like what can I do to, uh, help other people? So I think that, um, that this program has really fueled my, my desire to, uh, participate in this fundraiser as well. Um, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's been really big. And would that, would that, would that help? I know that, uh, that this, this question, I wanted to tie it up later, but would that help with your mental health as well? Like being in the body visits, like, you know, how, uh, you get to, you just mentioned it, you get to talk to him, you get to play with him or like play games or whatever, whichever, whichever you guys decide to do. Um, would that help with your mental health? Do you think it helped with your mental health? Oh, hundred percent, Carlos. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was huge. I think, I think for both of us, like mm-hmm. it's just, it's, just uh, it's therapeutic um, to, to talk to somebody else during, during this tough time. So that, that it was just so huge. Um, during the time because it allowed, it, it took away a bit from the isolation and added in yeah. a sense of connection. And that was, that was huge. So I think, I think in terms of mental health, that really had, this is, this program has really had a positive impact um, mm-hmm. in that sense. And I think everybody can probably relate to uh, some level. I'm sure everybody's been affected differently during COVID, yeah. but I'm sure everybody can um, relate to having some level of struggle with mental health during COVID-19. Maybe it's really small or maybe it's big, but I think everybody can benefit from social connections, which has been huge during, uh, during COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, for your buddy, that's probably like, it's something to look forward to, you know, they can say like, Oh, 
it's almost the day when, you know, you guys get to have your chat and for you. And I imagine even with the swim program, I mean, saying that you've had injuries from sports, I mean, even being in the water, we always talk about how great it is and beneficial for, you know, you know, the kiddos with, they get in the water and they're all of a sudden they're free, right? Like they can move way better. And even with your injuries, I'm sure that it's been beneficial in that regard too. Yeah. hundred oh, percent. Um, yeah, no, I think going back to, uh, going back, like going back to my injuries, I think, um, maybe that, I think that was a big perspective shift for me because yeah. it almost made me like realize in a sense, like, okay, maybe this, um, maybe not in, maybe not for all disabilities, but in part, maybe yeah. this could be what it would feel like. And yeah. that really, I think just shifted my mindset and gave me a whole new perspective on how can I, like, it, it just gave me some more empathy, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and then going into the uh, Swim Without Limits program, that uh, allowed me to just, I just really enjoyed being part of the program, seeing the smiles on the kids. Well, as the they kids, I know. Water. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. And, yeah, no, uh, we always say everybody's one fall away from realizing what it is like to all of a sudden not be completely free to go wherever you want, whenever you want. So I think that that's absolutely right. I mean, you were able to recover, but you did get a little insight, you know, into what life could be like, like, what if it was always like that, you know, and how you have to shift. So I think, no, that's good. I think that's very fair to say that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. No, 100%. And that is something that is something that I admire. Not not that you got injured, because I think that anyone who gets injured <laughs> is it's tough and it's it's hard. But what I admire the most, and I've seen it with a lot of even my friends or my peers who are around me, who have told me who have had had the situation where they have to use crutches or they have to use a wheelchair or walker, they're like, what you what you can do on a daily basis is amazing mm-hmm. because 100%. because it, because it's 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 tough for them to do it in fact some people ask me how how in the world did you get to do this every day and i'm like well i didn't have a choice you know i didn't have a choice and people people who are in a wheelchair didn't have a choice but the the mind-blowing part of it is that they 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 adapt and they live their life as much uh, uh, free if i can say it that way uh, as much free as possible right and 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 having you that had to go through those injuries, which again, I feel like I feel bad for that because I don't think anybody should go through injuries, but having you to have that eye-opening experience of saying, mm-hmm. you know what, this is actually what yeah. a person with a disability can go through, let, let alone the pain, but the difficulties that you have to go through, you know, using crutches, using wheelchairs, using a walker, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty challenging and it's pretty admiring when, when people can and realize that for sure mm-hmm. yep yeah yeah no i'm just impressed at uh how much adaptation is sometimes required and it's so impressive to yeah. see like like i was i did not learn i did not learn fast i can tell you that but it's so <laughs> impressive. um yep. yeah what what can be done and what the human body is capable of but uh yeah i definitely did not i did not learn anything uh during the time that i was uh during the time that I was injured, but uh, yeah, no, it was it, <laughs> it's truly amazing to uh, to see. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it takes a, it takes a while to 
I mean, if if I tell you how long it took me to, to learn how to dress up, it, it was a coordination of going day by day, learning to, to dress up. And thankfully, because of that, I'm able to live alone now, right? Uh, I'm able mm-hmm. to live alone by my own place. Yeah, sometimes you have Leah who is like, oh, if you fall, fall, fall down, uh, who is going to be there to catch you or, or something like that, you know? I or, did or, rescue him on the or, side of the rope one time <laughs> when his crutch broke. You did. You <laughs> he did, calls, right. he's like, hey. You, you did. And, and that, that's another, that's another like hard part of it. When mm-hmm. people, people don't get it or people, I'm glad mm-hmm. that, that you haven't to get it. But when you have your crutches broken down, uh, yeah. that's a tool that you can, cannot do any, you can't walk anymore. Right, you can't really. I can, uh, for example, with me, I cannot even limp. You know, some people can limp if if one foot is is hurt. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't do that. So before Leah picked me up that day, I was like standing there in the middle of the uh, the bus stop, be like, oh, and I think my hand was had blood on it or something like that. Yeah, uh, but 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 I was like, this is the point of like how useful. A crutches could be for me or a wheelchair could be for somebody yeah. and that's when accessibility comes along i think i need to have a serious conversation with gavin one of these days of saying because i go to a lot of restaurants i mean leah you and i had the discussion of accessibility once on, on one of our podcasts saying mm-hmm. that a lot of the restaurants are like oh we're not going to make a ramp there because it costs a lot of money or or that we don't have enough clients with a disability to 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 have uh, a ramp or to have accessible chairs in the mm-hmm. building and i'm like going so what's the problem like you need money i can you know i can do something I like hate. you know so yeah. again going back to your cause this is something that is an eye-opening to say if somebody like you can do it everybody yeah. else should be open to do some sort of a fundraiser uh I was going to say what teacher concert but contest, but no, no. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. You'd love that. Wouldn't you? No, we won't do that, uh, but no, but some sort of a fundraiser, you know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. Or something that you can make something accessible because they don't realize it until you have an injury. Like Gavin, for example, they're, they're like, Oh, actually what Carlos was talking about is a serious thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm very glad Gavin that you, again, not that you went injured, but that you were able to capture a little bit about it. So, right, and yeah, I think everybody's capable of uh, of doing mm-hmm. any of these things. And I think that we all we all have passions and things mm-hmm. that we're interested in. And I think maybe I'm wrong, but I think most people can probably capitalize on their passions and use mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. to help others. And I think that's really that's real. Like I do not find this a task whatsoever because mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy cycling and I really enjoy the cause yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, this is going for. So it is not at all a task by any means. And uh, going back to what Carlos said about inclusivity, I think that's another huge, um, huge topic, I think that is maybe, maybe, not, um, maybe not addressed enough in, uh, in our modern day society and something that... Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated actually at the old pool I worked at at Vakova is they had options mm-hmm. to, uh, to allow yeah. for more accessibility. And that really yeah. stood out to me. And that necessarily shouldn't be the case because right. that was a surprise. And I was like, wow, that's nice that they have some things for inclusivity and accessibility. 
And I was surprised by that. And that yeah. shouldn't be, it should be the norm that uh, yes. things yeah. are accessible. And uh, so, yeah, that should, that should really be, uh, that should really be the norm. So. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine kids not being able to go swimming? Like they should just, it should just be, it, it shouldn't be a question. And I know businesses, you know, especially right now, some of them are struggling, but there's grants out there that people can apply for and, you know, do their fundraisers and, um, you know, and then finding that passion, I mean, and it's okay, you know, like everyone always feels like, oh, there's so much out there, you know, there's every time I go to Walmart, you know, they're asking, would you like to donate to this? And, but I don't feel bad saying no, not today, because I know that I put my, I do monthly giving for CPAA and I bid on auction items. I, you know, fundraise. So, you know, if anybody's out there thinking there's just so much, find what you're drawn to and then Mm -hmm. just stick with it. It's okay. When people come, we still have once in a while, people come to the door, they're selling something to raise money. And I have no problem saying, I'm really sorry, but I put all of my efforts towards, you know, the nonprofit I work for and that's okay. You don't have to give to everything, but find something that you're passionate about and, and go for it. And then that way you don't feel like you're stretching yourself thin. And even with CPAA, I mean, it can be something, you know, donate clothing to the clothing bins that we've got, or even just sharing the stuff on. So even sharing your fundraiser, if you can't fundraise, cause you're, you know, it's things are tight right now. It's Christmas. That's fine. Just share, find yeah, some, yeah. you know, find another way and that's okay. That's enough. Just put it on social media or put it on Instagram, put yeah. it on all those areas that you can share it to people. And yeah, some people, two dollars, it's, it's what they have for, for them, for the budget. Right. So they can't really yeah. put it, but if you share it, that that's a huge part for Gavin's cause mm-hmm. or whoever's absolutely you know what I mean. So yeah. I hope, I hope people do. Oh, totally. And, and also yeah. like, I think um, maybe I'm getting off on a bit of a tangent here. Do it. That, <laughs> go for it. Okay, here we go. I think that uh, maybe making changes on the grassroots level. So kind of, I, I feel like we need to kind of have a bottom up effect. It's going to be mm-hmm. really hard to make top down changes um, when there's nothing yeah. being done um, at, at the, uh, at the bottom level. So I feel like fundraisers and doing like sharing a post and doing small yeah. things in our everyday lives is what's going to have an impact in uh, in the long term and making changes um, to to the top because I think yeah. it's really it's really hard to just all of a sudden go like okay we're gonna like completely switch everything and we're gonna make everything yeah. super accessible that's possible yes yeah. but I feel like there needs to be some push from underneath and uh, I feel like maybe this um, this fundraiser and what yeah. you guys do um, with the CPAA is just, that's, that's it really. Um, yeah. We just need to just slowly making these changes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I always kept <clears throat> a phrase that our executive director, I don't know if she would like me to, to mention this phrase, but she used to say that we, we always need to have the shirt of cerebral palsy on our, on our, on our hearts, basically, you should always wear, not, not a physical shirt, but you should always keep cerebral palsy uh, organization in your heart. All mm-hmm. of us who work for cerebral palsy and, and, and some of them who are, who are close to the cause, in this case, like you, Gavin, to, 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 to have that, I feel like without even knowing you so much, uh, I know that you have kind of like the, the invisible shirt 
of, of the organization, and not only the organization, yeah. but the actual cause itself. And that's something that is really huge because when I tell people about changing and doing more awareness, it people think, oh, well, you can get a group of 150 people of, who have cerebral palsy. And I'm like, but no, we need able-bodied people, like, like yeah. all the able-bodied people right. to speak up, to, to say, hey, we need this to, to grow. And, and, and the same with other disabilities. It doesn't have to be with cerebral palsy, but speak up because able-bodied people need to understand. And that helps with your consciousness. That even helps with your passion. Some people who say, I bump into people who are in, who, when I go to, to clubs or I go to bars, which I don't do it often, but I, I, do, I do go sometimes. They say, oh, I don't know what my passion is. Well, like, if you if you realize who, who your surroundings are, who mm-hmm. people in your surroundings are, I'm pretty sure you're going to find one or two people that have some sort of a disability that you can grow. Uh, you you can you can you can start growing that flame, right? Mm-hmm. And to know that that you grow that flame, Gavin, that that's that's mind blowing to me. That's that's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. Oh, totally. And going off what you said, Carlos, I think it all unites us too. Mm-hmm. Um, these yeah. these common, it's like a common cause that like regardless of able-bodied or if you have a disability, it doesn't matter because we're just all we're all united. Um, under the same cause and it's just it's just so cool to see um, mm-hmm. how everyone can just rally together um, to accomplish yeah. these big things and uh, yeah it's it's not one person it's the collective so yeah that is just that is just so fascinating to me that's okay. awesome that's awesome mm-hmm. um well Gavin um just the, before um I asked the question of how you live your life with limits because I, I think we already kind of see how you live your life without <laughs> But we, I want to I want to hear the response to of what you think about that 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 answer. But I do want to ask one question for those people who who might be like you, who might want to start cycling, or who really like uh, mounting a bike or or being in a bike and and do something like cycling. Do you for this type of cause or for previous causes? Do you do some sort of a preparation like uh, running like? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. What type of preparation do you go through uh, to to be able to prepare for this type of of, of event that you're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good question. Um, so before before school every day, before I leave for school, I will, uh, and this is just a consistent thing. So I'm not actually changing my training hugely um, for mm-hmm. this event. Um, this is just a consistent thing for me. And so basically, I just hop on my indoor indoor trainer or spin bike and ride that um, for an hour or two. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my training every single day. And uh, it, it might change some days um, and I'm, some days I won't ride my bike, but uh, basically just every morning before school. And I, I feel like it's just the consistency and not necessarily these huge, like I'm not necessarily going crazy with my training to try and do this. I just have confidence that it's yeah. going to be doable because I have been doing this for the past year. So very consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to have like a smoothie before you start or like a big pasta oh, yeah. dinner, like a, a steak, or are you waiting till after? <laughs> um, you know what? It's funny. I'm probably going to be eating during as well. So yeah, probably. Um, yeah. 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 So I'll probably have like a bowl of oatmeal or something in the morning. Yeah. And then uh, like, I don't know, as I, as I go along, I'll maybe have some, 
whatever kind of energy drink, like maybe I'll get a Gatorade yeah. or something, have a bit of that. Um, yeah, maybe a sandwich. I don't know if I'll be feeling a sandwich during that time. I know it's but, hard to uh, say, right? Like it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, I done this before, so yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then a dinner to finish off, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think anybody's, I think anybody, in my opinion, um, I think anybody's able to do it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm nothing crazy. I think, uh, like whether that's on the hand bike or the leg bike, I think mm-hmm. these, these challenges just with some consistency are yeah. definitely doable. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not like some person who's crazy and gifted and all this. I'm not gifted. It's just, just being consistent with training and enjoying it. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And even if it takes two days rather than under 12 hours, who cares? As long as you're just doing, and I guess that's how we lead into life without limits is hundred percent, you know, not holding yourself back. And are you going to, are you going to have breaks kind of like to go to the washroom or to go to, sorry, to do your necessities or whatever, like, (laughs) I always, I always wonder that because, you know, of course, you know, know, because I think of what would I do? I don't even know. (laughs) Actually, I think, I think I'm going to need some breaks. um, Mm -hmm. Because so on the way, so basically I ride up this hill and then on the way down, I'll be coasting down the hill because it's like, Ah. And it takes about an hour-ish to get up the hill. And then on the way down, like my virtual rider will be coasting for like five minutes or something. So okay. have these like five minute micro breaks. Mm-hmm. And in that, in that period of time, I can go to the washroom or have a snack. And yeah, uh, yeah so that's, that's how I'm going to eat or go to the washroom. Um, it'll be in those like little, little mini breaks. Yeah, because even if you were doing it on the actual mountain, you'd stop and do those breaks. Exactly. It's not like one of those um, marathons where you can't. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's so nice that uh, you're able to do that because, yeah, I was wondering, I'm like holding it for 12 <laughs> hours. That's so <laughs> I wish, Carlos. I wish. <laughs> <Too> <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt that you could do it, but I mean, it would be a little hard to do it, right? Yeah. 12 hours. Holding yeah. Uh, Leah, do you want to ask the My Life Without Limits question? Uh, yeah. Bring that up. So, yeah, I mean, I, I can tell that you you don't hold yourself back and stuff. So you probably do, you know, but in your perspective, like what does living life without limits mean to you? And do you feel that you live your life without limits? Yeah, I think I think one of the biggest things and maybe part of the takeaway from this conversation is just using using my passion to help others. Mm -hmm. So finding what passion do you have firstly, and then how can you use that to benefit other people? So that I feel is probably one of the main things on how I, how I live my life without limits. And I think Mm -hmm. that it is so gratifying and rewarding to do that. I think it's more gratifying and rewarding to do it than to just live for yourself. So I think that's, that's how I live my life without limits. And it also just brings, yeah, it brings me so much joy to, mm-hmm. to do these things. It's not, it's not something that I, uh, that I hate. So I, yeah, I really look forward to it. Oh, that's re- that's yeah. really awesome to hear that because a lot of, a lot of, uh, I live, I kind of similar to you. I like to live my passion in my life for other people. And some people are like, yeah. well, you're pushing it too much on other people. And I'm like, no, but what seeing other people happy and seeing other people 
laughing mm. and enjoying it makes yeah. me it brings me joy it doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh, as long as i have a roof on top on top of my shoulders as long as i have food on the table but the other stuff it's secondary what i like is is to see people uh, laughing and enjoying and to see that you you have a similar view i i i find it really really awesome because not believe it or not yeah, some people do live like that, but not a lot of people do live like that. And it's also respectful, too. I'm not trying to say that everybody should live the way Gavin and I live, but um, but I, I find it very gratifying in my end mm-hmm. to hear your answer like that. Yeah. So basically, to see Leah laughing makes me, make me, makes me, <laughs> me joy. Which, I mean, well. really, come on. <laughs> if you know me, it's okay. all I do. Giggle. Or... <laughs> it's all... But it's true. You just find something like I learned during the first year of the pandemic, um, how to knit. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, all I'm doing is sitting here knitting. But then I, Audrey, my daughter's school was, was collecting winter, um, items for an inner city school in the city. And I knitted a bunch of toques. And I thought I, cause I always, when I start crafting and I come up with something, I'm like, how can I use this either to raise money for CPAA or what can I do? And, and of course my husband's always like, well, could you raise some money for the habit? Like you're spending, like, could you raise some money for your Michael's visits? I'm like, fine. So I'll pay that back. (laughs) And then I use, you know, whatever, and it doesn't matter what it is. Like if I make a handful of toques for some kids who might need them, you know, like to me, it's like not, spectacular but it's something and it makes me happy and it shows my daughter that how easy it is to help other people just with like a few you know a couple hours a day of of doing some knitting and you know you can find it it's there yeah that's awesome leah yeah yeah that's very awesome is there uh it's it's already a 45 minutes uh so it's really it has been really really uh, going really fast or conversation. It always does, yeah. More time. But um, uh, uh, Gavin, is there anything else, any last uh, last words that you want to say or last comments, I should say, not last words, <laughs> last comments that you want to <laughs> say uh, before we, we close up? Uh, yeah, no, no, I have one, uh, one huge thank you to make to uh, you guys for both having me on the show, Carlos and Leah. I, oh, I really appreciate it. And uh, also just, I, I owe so much to uh, CP Alberta. They've, they've really, uh, they have reinvigorated my passion um, for people with cerebral palsy and other disabilities. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's been such a huge uh, perception change for me over the past yeah. few years. And uh, I owe that to them. And uh, I owe that to the kids and adults with cerebral palsy and other yeah. disabilities. And uh, yeah, so so yeah, huge, I hear you. on all those on all those regards thank you guys and uh yeah it's been great thanks guys it went by really fast it does it, go by it, fast. Did. it does go by very fast thank you so much Kevin. and and i'll pass it well i'm pretty sure i'll let joanne and our, our senior management to listen to this uh episode well, they better be we are we're we're very 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 glad of of the call of the fundraiser you're doing but not only that but but the awareness that you're doing to to 
about cerebral palsy. It's, yeah. it's very gratifying. And, and, and the thank yous goes from, from our organization to you for doing this. I think, I think it's, it's fantastic. Uh, it's really great to hear that we, we have opened up your eyes a little bit. Uh, and and not, not only because of that, but because of, of, of what you have done for the organization. It's just very, 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 very gratifying and very mind-blowing to me uh, of, of an awesomeness to see that. So thank mm -hmm. you so much for that, Kevin. And I'll make sure to pass on your thank yous to the to our senior senior management for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll make sure to, to pin it up there and be like, you guys need to listen to this episode uh, for sure. <laughs> you better so, listen, yeah. So so yeah, I will, I will definitely let them know for sure to, to please listen to him. And thank you so much, Kevin, for, for being here. It has been a delight. And uh, and thank you for again for all what you do. I'm going to contact you because I need to get that link. I'm going to be in Mexico, but I'm going to be glued to my computer for at least twelve hours <laughs> to make sure that no, not not to make sure you're doing it, but just to to cheer you on from the distance, you oh, know, you. Uh, to cheer you on from the distance. And uh, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you're going to have a live chat or something, but if you do, it's going to be a there's going to be a, a comment there for sure from me saying mm -hmm. greetings from Mexico. We're cheering you on. So yeah, Aww, yeah. that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, no, it's been, it's it. been a pleasure guys. Thank you so much. Oh, I just wanted to ask one more thing. What are you taking in school? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in kinesiology. So I thought so. Science. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's funny, I guess. Like I, I have a passion for, for sports and cycling yeah. and hence why I took the, uh, took the degree. So yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's right. I thought so. And I know Josh too, who we talked to a few episodes mm -hmm. ago, the other volunteer, same thing. And we're finding a lot of students from those programs are getting very passionate about it. And then it's like, you know, that the future of, of that is in, in good hands. And, good hands. And, and how long do you have left just for the audience? To know? Like, do you have uh, two years <laughs> left, one year left? Yeah. yeah. So I'm in my third year. Um, so I have about a year and a half now um, to, of school left. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. awesome. Well, best of luck for, mm -hmm. for what's left and best of luck on your phone. I, I don't, well, I, I don't like to say best of luck. I know that you're going to do great in that fundraiser and you're going to be able to, to Thank make you. it there for, for sure. And I'm going to have, I'm going to make sure Leah is glued to the computer as well. And, and oh, yeah. like, Having awesome. a little, having a little cheer squad in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know? But thank right. you, thank you, Gavin, for for your time. Thank you, uh, Leah, for 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 connecting us to to Gavin, uh, and thank you, mm -hmm. Gavin, again for what you do with the bodies body visits as well. Yeah. I'll make sure to pass your greetings to to Millie as well. I'm pretty sure she will love to listen to this, and. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, so thank you so much. Thank you to the audience for listening today. Really, really much appreciate it uh, for you guys being here. Uh, we'll put the link in the description of Gavin's fundraiser. And please, mm -hmm. if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're in the background with a cheering squad, with somebody <laughs> listening, somebody donating. If you cannot donate, just share the link. You know, I'm yeah. going to be putting it on my Facebook. I don't know how... Instagram works too well, but I'm gonna let Leah know how I can put it on my Instagram and yep. and and all the different things. We can even put it on our Instagram, my my life with elements Instagram page. Yeah, I will uh, put I, it I in our link tree. Yeah, it, it definitely. Will be putting it on our link tree so then people can actually go there and donate it. Uh thank you so much for listening, guys. And remember, 
to live your life without limits. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Bye bye.